What's up, everybody? Are you in the market for a new steel mace? Look no further than Adex Maces and Clubs. Go to adexclub.com, place your order, and have them delivered right to your house. Adjustable steel mace made right here in the United States. What's Swinging Nation? Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Fred Moore, and once again is the incredible Frank DeMeo, the man who is behind Mace Fit. Back on the podcast again, frequent flyer you are, Frank. What's up, man? How you been? Hey, man. It's good to connect with you again, my friend. It's been been a while. Yeah. We can never, uh, you know wait too long between chats because there's always a lot of uh, fun stuff to talk about when it comes to what you got going on. I love Mace Fit and I love this new book that you just came out with. I personally love it. I wish more people would put out books instead of just um, video uh, stuff. You know, there's a lot of reasons for it. We'll open up into that information as we go, but um How's the book doing so far since you've released it? It's uh, it's starting to sell. You know, that's uh, a lot of uh, free copies went out to our coaches and stuff earlier on. I got mine. But, yeah, there you go, man. So I think when uh, right now we're setting up an affiliate program to market the uh, training manual, so people that want a piece of the action, they can uh, get in touch with me, and we'll make that happen you know okay yeah so they get some money so yeah so so explain that a little bit more um you you have if this is something for your coaches um but it is this something that if somebody wants to get involved they could contact you they could become a coach and then they could start selling the book too is that where you're at with it or is it just right now Uh, for the current coaches no, I, I, no, no, no. This, this book, this book is for the general public, okay. And as far as affiliate uh, marketing goes, that's, you know, I'm gonna offer that to the coaches first, but that's also available for other people once we get set up. So, but we're not set up fully yet, but we are working on it right now. So, all right. And but, um, can you tell us a few uh, of your coaches that you have out there right now? You don't have to mention me, of course. Uh, we already know that part, but uh, <laughs> but who else do you got out there? Because uh, so I'm in New, I'm in New Jersey. Uh, <clears throat> maybe uh, go around the country, around the area, or whatever, and tell us a few coaches and their locations. Yeah, we've got um, Tim Welsh up on Long Island, Matthew Flaherty in uh, Manhattan, down in the Big Apple. It's James Woodall over in uh, North Carolina. You have, uh, excuse me, George Wiggins over in Kentucky, your buddy, fellow firefighter captain. And we have uh, Jeff Richardson and uh, Maria in South Carolina. Of course, that. Hey, everybody, if you're looking for new fitness equipment to add to what you have and you want to find something that really complements the steel mace that you're swinging already, 
consider going with freedomstrength.us. They have strongman sandbags, throwing sandbags, uh, all kinds of lifting gear. They have training sandbags, resistance bands, and weight vests, and they have apparel. And if you use the discount code SMN10 at checkout, you're going to get 10% off. You're going to help support the podcast, and you're going to help support a good American company right in Pennsylvania, U.S. of A. So check out freedomstrength.us. Down here, we have uh, Faringa Conley in Orlando, Donnie and Lisa in uh, Deerfield Beach, Lionel Lamarck down in Miami, and that's, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, Brian Stacy, who was in Florida, now is in uh, Texas. And that's, yeah, that's the people that are um, what I consider my inner core of coaches. We have like 35 plus coaches, but these are the ones that I work with the most closely on the uh, what we call the coaches advisory board, and they help steer the direction of Mace Fit overall. So, yeah, which is a pretty cool thing. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's a pretty cool thing that you have that set up like that where you involve those coaches and everything. I also noticed there's, <laughs> is it me or is it, is there this uh, strange connection with New York and Florida? Like people from New York and Florida. So you got me and uh, and two other guys right in the New York area. Because I'm right, yeah. right outside New York. You got a guy in Manhattan. You got a guy in Long Island. And then <laughs> there's all your people in Florida. It's like, it oh, never yeah. fails. New York and Florida are just joined at the hip. Yeah, a lot of a lot of New Yorkers down here and New Jersey. In fact, I almost forgot Valerie. She's out of New Jersey, also. Oh, so, uh, yes, Valerie you're right. I, yeah, Valerie's. Yeah. yeah. So, I. So, what do you got? Uh, so, you got me and Valerie um, here in New Jersey, right? And I'm in the Jersey Shore area. Valerie's in the North Jersey area up. Um, uh, Quantic. No, I'm drawing a blank where P she is. P Pax. PPAC, PPAC yeah. Gladstone area. That's a train stop up there. So, yeah, yeah if you're. Yeah, go ahead. I just remembered um, part, part of the world I haven't been in, in decades and decades is New Hampshire. We got Mark Richards up there and Jim Ewing also for coaches. Yes, you're right. Frozen, frozen wastelands up there. <laughs> yeah, right. Beautiful up there. But, yes, you have to be um, a resilient individual for sure you gotta know how to chop your own firewood things like that and those coaches up there probably are good at chopping firewood because they swing a mess yeah. right absolutely man but now since you're in florida you don't have to worry about chopping any firewood so you're coaching uh we see you on your social media all the time you're coaching people in the park like all year round because florida's just got it like that how awesome is that and you offer a mobile service, right? Right, exactly. So people can get in touch with you. So what's your location for people that want to train with you? And how does the mobile service work? Yeah, we're in Sarasota, Florida. That's about an hour's drive south of Tampa, which is a major airport. And as far as uh, they can just contact me through macefit.com. And if they're on uh, Facebook, or they can go on Mace Fit Nation, and uh, Instagram is at two number two Sling Steel. 
all those ways that we can get in touch. And there's also, uh, I, I can give my number also, if you like, that's uh, 941-228-8341 if somebody wants to text or call. So that's uh, the, the best ways. So we're working, the mobile service is primarily in the Sarasota area. And it's, uh, you know, fairly expensive for one-on-ones, for -on as, as it should be, especially with the price of gas and the travel and the fighting all that fun traffic if you get around town and stuff. But the uh, it's good. If somebody wants one-on-one -on -one at their home, we can do it that way. Also, I have uh, signed on to two other new gyms in the area um, at the Vault Strength and Fitness and at Patriot Fitness. They're both in Sarasota when I can train people at either one of those places. So It's great, man. On your website, if somebody's curious, uh, if there's a Mace Fit coach in their area, you have something there, I believe, right? Yeah, we just had the, the uh, website redone. Very, there's only four tabs on the front page, and one of them is find a coach. Okay. Very simple. Very, very, very simple. So you can, you know, you can see the training of the day, and you can get the, you know, find a coach, buy the manual, whichever, right off the front page. We tried to keep it very simple, lean and clean. Yeah. Nothing confusing, you know. Exactly. That's that's uh, what you want. I mean, uh, some websites, there's so much on there, you end up doing surfing on the website more than you do working out and stuff. So that's a good idea. It keeps it simple. It lets people just get the info they need, and that's all you really need. So now if somebody is in Alaska or Montana or Nebraska and they don't have – uh, a coach in their proximity you got your book you just came out with the official mace fit training manual which you sent me this copy and um i thank you for that and i love it so all your all your main exercises this isn't all the exercises though right there's there's way no. more there are there are way more yeah but we wanted to get to like the essential exercise here so somebody anywhere could start yeah, on your on your own. Okay. Yeah, right. That's why, if you, if you remember, we got the the QR codes for each exercise in there, so that'll right. link them to the the how to video. So this the text description and so on. Yeah, sorry, I, I'm just excited because this is what's so yeah. cool about this book because. Um, what you normally get is you don't get any book. You get nothing, right? You buy something and it's online. Maybe it's on your phone or it's on your laptop, but it's probably on your phone, right? So now you go to the gym and you're like, hey, how do I do this exercise again? Or what was that What was that thing that they said to do? So now you got to go on your phone, which, right. sorry, man, it's a, it's a, it, the phone will suck you away from your workout in a heartbeat because when you open up your phone, the first thing you see is the text message from your significant other saying, where are you? You said you were going to be home. And, you know, you're supposed to be stuck in traffic while you're at the gym, right? We know the trick here. <laughs> now that throws you off, right? And then the next thing is going to be a post from somebody else that uh, just gets you out of your mindset, right? You get you start thinking about politics or whatever when you're supposed to be focusing. The phone will do that. I know because it does it to me all the time. And yeah. then you got to hunt for the exercise in the 
in the, in the program that you have, right? So you got to open up the program, which is taking up space on your phone. All this, it's a lot. It, people don't think about this. And here, here's a simple book. It's not a very large book, um, but I could throw this in my book bag, and it's there, yeah. right? I, it's in my gym bag, my book bag, wherever. And if I need it, I can just run over and grab it. And and quick reference, you do have pictures of the actual um, exercise right here. I could see right. still pictures. And if that doesn't jar my memory enough, then like you just said, Frank, you got the, Q, the QR codes, which is yes, you scan it with your phone. Yes, now you're going to your phone, but you're, you're hitting photo and then you're scanning it. And it goes right to the clip that you want to see and you're back to right. your workout. And I think it's great. And I think if you're a coach, this is valuable too, because as you get more familiar with the exercise and you're comfortable with training your clients, you just need a quick reference, something just to poke your nose into. And yeah. you're not on your phone in front of your client. You're not on your phone, which they don't know what you're doing. They think you're text messaging, you know, the, I'm going to be late for dinner to your wife. And, and meanwhile, you're trying to look up exercise. So it solves a lot of problems. And if they get stuck for some reason in a place without internet, we have a text description step-by-step step for each exercise also. So well, there's three different ways that they can learn the exercise. Uh, from the manuals. That's a good point. Like if you go on vacation to Costa Rica, you bring your manual with you and then you take it down to the beach with you. And again, you're not worried about getting an internet connection. That's right. Yeah. So that's what you're good at doing, Frank. You're good at taking things and keeping them simple where they need to be simple and not overcomplicating anything if you need to go a little bit deeper. A lot of people, like coaches, they overcomplicate stuff for people too much. And the dependency yeah. on our phones is uh, – I can't – you know, I can't say this enough. I'm probably sounding like I'm beating a dead horse. But that dependency on our phones, on our tablets, whatever – it, I think it's no good. You know, we're working out. We're sweating. We're supposed to be like primal, right? We're supposed to be just right. doing doing our thing and doing something that's good for us. We know the phones can really uh, cause a lot of problems. So yeah, I, think I, that's, I, I, think, I think it's great. You know, how much um, – if somebody wants to order a book, how much uh, are you charging and, and, they can, and how do they order? They can order from the website. Directly from ASIT.com, or they can go to Barnes and Noble, just search for it. The books for $39. All right. Yeah, and we got hundreds of hours into making this book, hundreds. And uh, I can't even tell you how many times I had to shoot videos and reshoot videos and reshoot videos and the still photos and rewrite the descriptions over and for each one. It's like, you know, it's 180 pages. There's a lot of content in there. So that's, um, uh, for me to sell it for any less would be ridiculous. You know, it was a fact I would, people want me to charge more for it. <laughs> so, but well, we, uh, 39 is where we ended up. So, you absolutely could charge more, I think, because um, this is a very, it's not like a book you read it once to throw it away or it sits on your shelf. Um, right. Uh, you you told me to read um, Call Sign Chaos, uh, which is a leadership book. Yeah, that was part of your requirement. One of the books that you have to read to become a second level Mace Fit coach. And I really enjoyed that book. 
but I never went back and read it again because there's so many yeah. other books to read. And all I'm trying to say is that the Misfit Manual is, um, you know, something that you're going to use a couple of times a week minimum if you're a Misfit coach yeah. or a Misfit, right? You're constantly going to be using it. So that's why you probably put so much extra effort into it so that it really is something that the that the practitioner or the coach can really interact with and use properly. Yeah, thanks, man. That's, but we want to make it too for that it would be something that would be easy to use for a person who's never done this before, a brand new person, <clears throat> and maybe they don't even have any equipment yet. You know, so they're gonna make a make a homemade gata or something, or or Donnie talks about a broomstick, something. You know, it's great. You know, our, our first choice is, of course, Addicts Equipment. That's professional grade, Mesa and Clubs, top of the line. But the, um, you know, not everybody has that, uh, at least especially when they're starting out. So whatever they have, you know, whether it's homemade or they bought a, um, something from Amazon or something like that, uh, fine. You know, just get you rolling with the manual. You can start. I don't care where in the world you are. That's like the young guy over in uh, Rwanda, uh, Africa. He got a manual a while ago, and um, pretty amazing. He, he's loving it. You know, he's already doing mace fit over there with homemade are you, mace. Who are you talking about? Are you talking about anti-fragile? No, this is a young guy with his, his, his first name is very complicated to say. His last name is Baptiste, and he's in uh, from Rwanda. From Rubavu, Rwanda. Is he on Instagram? I mainly I see him on Facebook primarily. So and I can he's send a misfit you a coach. No, no, he's not a coach yet. He's oh. a practitioner. Oh, oh, okay. But still, but he, ha he has a manual, and he's got. He's been uh, helping kids in his area with sports coaching. He coaches local kids, and uh, super guy. You know, he works at a community center or helps repair wheelchairs for disabled people and that type of thing there. So we've got a, you know, got a good heart and he's uh, very excited about this. Actually came across him from um, Rick Brown's page and he was communicating with Rick and that's a great, you know, that's Rick taught me to mace, you know, so I always, anyone working with Rick Brown is, I know they're on the right track. And, yeah. Well, uh, well so I, 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 without I, a doubt, yeah. Rick Brown, um, you know, today's election day, and I went yeah. down to the voting booth, and I said, I can't vote for any of these clowns. So I wrote Rick Brown's name in. So hopefully he'll get it, he'll get elected here in New Jersey uh, if they can overlook the fact that <laughs> I'm California. That's funny, man. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Yeah, right. Rick, Rick Brown, super guy. You know, Rick learned uh, – you know, I spent about a year and a half with online coaching with Rick, you know, back a few years ago. Uh, helped me greatly. And in fact, I just ordered his new course a couple of weeks ago. I'm going through that. And that's very good also. Part of it's re refresher for me, and, and part of it has, has some newer stuff in it. It's it's a worthwhile course. How this cool came is out that? In, uh, yeah, it is great. He's, you know, still putting out content. He's been around who knows well, how long. Besides besides. The fact that he's still putting out content, here you are. You're the Macefit originator, coordinator. What do you need him for? What do you need? You know what I mean? It's so cool that you're actually 
you're learning from his stuff. It shows it shows to me what I've always known about you, Frankie. You're a very humble guy and you you maintain that mentality that you're always a student, which is a great quality for a coach because that means you're always willing to learn and you're always willing to uh well, uh, if something doesn't seem to be working right for a client or whatever, to, to retool it and not have your ego get in the way. So I just wanted to give you kudos for that. And I think it's a good idea for all the top coaches to go to each other. Just wouldn't – imagine if all the coaches all trained off of each other. That would bring the whole Mace game up a whole other level. It would just make it that much better. I think it would be really cool um, if people take that advice that, you know, I would definitely take um, anybody's course, just like, you know, you're saying I took Rick Brown's and, and I love your stuff and I learn stuff from Donnie over at Addicts all the time. You know, I, I try to learn from, from people like you, Frank, you know, stay, you know, just because you're swinging well today doesn't mean you can't go back and learn something. Right. Oh, ab absolutely. You know, and that's kind of an old martial arts habit from years ago. Yeah. And that, that was pretty much their instruction that you're always a, always a student, always a white belt, no matter what rank you get up to. And, and that's kind of stuck with me over the years. And uh, it's never too late to get better at what you're doing, you know. So yeah. pay, keep learning. And, you know, it's, um, I think, too, people sometimes when people they start thinking old and they quit learning things you know and uh, i get people you know i've been around been around the sun 72 times so far and i figure it's always time for a new adventure and learn some new stuff so set new goals and and go for it you know they start people start thinking old when they're like late 30s early 40s and they say the infamous now that i'm older i have to xyz you know and it's yeah. like, oh, nah, I can't buy that. So just, you know, keep learning, keep getting, uh, you know, the expression of getting 1% better every day and do, uh, to stay after it, you know, there's always room for improvement, always room for improvement. So that's why I hope people really like the manual. And, you know, this is, this will help person get started, you know? Yeah. And, oh, definitely. Yeah. I know, uh, I know one copy just got sent down to Mexico by one of our coaches, so I haven't uh, communicated with that guy yet. And, of course, we're up to Canada also. And so it's an um, interesting time. Now, Mexico, but let's go back to Rwanda. Uh, is this guy in Rwanda teaching kids, Mace? He is evidently. He is teaching a, a small group there. Yeah, I just sent up. I just put up a, uh, awesome. some photos. He's got. A, he built his own gym there, with homemade weights. You know, concrete weights and tin cans and whatever. His bench and his dip bars and all that stuff there. And I just uh, right away when I saw that, I said, "That guy. This guy is hungry. You know, he is hungry to get better, hungry to stay in shape, hungry to help other people." He's got a real heart for helping other people. So, I mean, that's a great quality. He's not a certified Mace Fit coach, but I told him, I said, look, when I sent him the manual, I said, look, be a leader, teach yeah. others, you know? And it's like, you know, the guy the guy only makes 40 bucks a month. Yeah. Okay. So, 
I, uh, you know, if this helps him make a few extra dollars, help support his family, he's got a wife, and uh, I think they have a kid. So if he can make some extra money coaching uh, Mace Fit out there, and I'm hope he does, you know. Yeah, I hope he does too. I I would love to have him on the podcast and talk shop, and you know, maybe it's possible. I don't know if 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 he's uh, listening try to contact me and maybe we can make it happen. I don't know if it's possible or not. Uh, maybe me and you'll have to take a trip out there to go meet him face to face and we'll record a podcast out there. Yeah. You know, that that's pretty wild, you know, because if the fact that Rwanda has any sense of normalcy, if you remember back a few decades ago, they had a major tribal war in, uh, out there and yeah. thousands of people died thousands yeah. and, the fact that there's any type of a normal life there now, like this young guy represents, I think is fantastic. You know, time to move on, you know, get past the tribal wars and everything and move on. So, yeah, I think it's interesting that, you know, how the mace travels the globe like this, you know, it's starting off in the Middle East, in India, and then branching out, making its way, in, you know, to 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 Europe, over to the United States, and then into Africa. It's, yeah. it's amazing. You know, um, it, it's definitely a, a worldwide phenomenon at this point. I mean, people in Russia are using it, people in Australia, New Zealand, we know, and South America. Now this guy is sending a book. You said down to Mexico. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Who's he sending so, the book to? That's uh, well, Jeff Richardson, one of our coaches up in South Carolina. So he's heavily involved. He's got a military and a law enforcement background. He's a um, well-advanced in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So this is one of his buddies in Mexico that is also in a Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructor and uh, so has been watching some of Jeff's videos and hearing him talk about, you know, the Mace Fit program and so on. The guy got, got really curious. So Jeff, Jeff bought him a copy of the manual to send down there and uh, – so I'm, we're in Mexico yet. I don't know. I have to ask just what uh, what city they're in. But uh, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. And I like how it's a – see, it's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy, right? So martial artists are really springing up all over the place with an interest in mace training. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, jiu-jitsu is um, – I mean, everybody knows what jiu-jitsu is. I don't have to explain it. But basically, uh, before you wind up on the ground grappling, there is throwing. You know, you're you're taking your opponent's momentum, their energy, and you're redirecting it. And you're going with them. You're not going against them. They come into you, and you just turn away, and then you flow away from that, and you open up, and then they you throw them. And whenever I do mace fit stuff with clubs – and I'm, you know, maybe swinging, maybe uh, doing a low swing, um, side cleans or anything like that. I'm always picturing um, something jujitsu like, I, like this weight is coming around, it's coming up. I'm absorbing it, right? My core is engaged, and then I'm sending it back. I feel like, I feel like there's something that a, a person who uh, practices jujitsu would appreciate sure. about that stuff. And 
out of all the mace training that I've done um, in my little short career of mace training, it's mace fit that really makes me feel like I'm almost doing something combative, something martial arts style. And I like that. That gets me yeah. into it. You know, that gets me into it. Depends on your mood sometimes, you know, but like uh, that's the type of stuff I like. I find it very engaging and um, it's not overly complicated like a lot of the other stuff where you're worried about, you know, spinning mace or anything like that. It's very direct and it's how the, it's how um, if you were learning jujitsu or any other martial art, you would learn basic, simple moves that are the most effective. Yeah, that's your bread and butter. It's like firefighting, or you know, you you were in the military. Well, right. It's always this the basic, most effective things that right. always win the day, right? So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So your book is written well enough because imagine you're brand new to this and you got to get it all out of a book how that could be daunting but no you did a good job of actually writing it where it it's not dense with tons of content you don't get you don't get bogged down in a lot of the nitty-gritty details which you know may be great if you're doing a one-on-one -on -one with somebody and you've got time to physically be there and explain but your book sent somebody right to the races and uh it's the most effective stuff in the shortest amount of time. And I think that's where people will appreciate it the most because they'll, by the end of the week, by the end of the week, they will feel pretty rock solid with everything that's in there. And I, I guess you could get through this book in about a week if you, if you used it every day, right? And you train for a good 45 minutes, right? If you did it every day for a week, maybe a week and a half, Probably no more than two weeks. You can go through the whole thing and at least get a taste of each exercise, you know, so you can go back. Once you're familiarized with it, you can go back and fine-tune it. Yeah. Uh, most definitely. You know, you, you triggered my uh, memory on something about martial arts. So when we were talking just a few minutes ago, where I run my uh, class at the park, there's been a guy teaching a, a, a Chinese martial arts, maybe 50, 60 feet away from us, run his class. And uh, so, and I, I watch him like this guy is like really, really, really good. I mean, this guy's got a lot of years in because the way he moves is just like in, in, incredible. You know, yeah. like a Karina, Karina you yeah. watch doing okay, take like that, that those kind of moves, and the guy's really good. So I was like, um, I'm watching my class and teaching, coaching, and running a video. And uh, but every now and then I look over there and the guy's like like he'll go into a one legged stance, and and look back like five minutes later he's still in it. <laughs> I mean serious. That's like how many people can do that? You yeah. Know? But he but he has also been watching us out of the corner of his eye. So we, uh, we went over and talked with each other the other day, and come to find out that he is, in fact, a Chinese master, and. Uh, he likes the idea of makes it. He says so. He uh, he wants to learn. Oh, how insane is that? And I said, well, you're you're the master, you know. Yeah. And it was like, you know, we do the traditional greeting with the bow and everything like that. And uh, and like, um, I said, 
Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, come on into a class, you know. So that um, that guy with with the body control he's got, he, he would just excel through the roof with, with this program, you know. Yeah, yeah. And how old is he? Because a master, a lot of these masters are not spring chickens, right? Yeah, he's um. No, he's he's not old. Oh, he's okay. not old. He's not like not like he's he's not uh, like a you know Obi Wan Kenobi or something like that. You know, he's not like a hundred <laughs> years old, but he's uh, of course a lot of them start very young too. So that's um, yeah, they, yeah. they grow up with it, you know. Right. Uh, and 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 he is uh, you know legit Chinese. At, um, so if he was uh, red Chinese, he'd probably still be over there. But he's uh, over here in America, so he's on a different track. So that's good. Yes. Um, yes. So that, that was very interesting, though, because of uh, just that uh, in his humility to want to learn something, um, to want to learn masonry when he's already so accomplished and what he's already doing. So, my, you know, much respect to him. So we'll, yeah. we'll talk further, you know. All right. Well, and, keep uh, me updated on that. That's that's cool. Um, and maybe one day he'll be on the podcast talking about how he likes training with a mace and we'll hear his story. But um, it's interesting, isn't it, Frank, that a, a guy like him who's been training his martial arts for his whole life, who's coaching people, who's who could be very much set in his ways and very comfortable with what he's doing, he could feel accomplished. I'm there. Right. I know what I'm doing. And he could just keep doing what he's doing. He doesn't have to learn anything. He could probably take out a whole bar in a bar fight with just by himself. He's a badass. He has nothing to prove to nobody. And he sees you guys doing something out of all the things in the world people are doing. He sees you guys doing that, and he wants a piece of that. He wants to try that out. There is something there. That is that is why we're doing this podcast, because there's something special about steel mace, steel clubs, the modality itself. People find it intriguing, and when a guy like that is actually interested and he wants to take a class, I'm all ears. I want to know what's going on in this guy's head. I mean, this is this is really interesting, and and like I said earlier, it it's happening. You know, I've interviewed quite a few people already on this podcast. Martial artists, um, a guy in Thailand, um, is it Thailand or Vietnam? As one of those, uh, just working hard is is his handle on Instagram. And if you go on there, he's doing everything, but he's also doing steel mace clubs, and he moves well because he's a martial artist. Right. So right. I'm wondering, I mean, you know, look, I always liked martial arts. I never really took it. I watched all the kung fu movies growing up. I still love I love watching martial artists move. Um, and I always think, man, I really missed the boat on that one. But in my mind, using mace and clubs is my version of kind of doing that. And I don't know if I'm ever going to move as well as like a, a purple belt in jujitsu or a black belt in Taekwondo or anything like that. But when you coach people and you get them moving and they're, they've been around for a while, what do you see with them 
personally as a coach? How do you see their growth and development come out? Uh, pretty, uh, pretty consistently making progress. You know, that fact that one lady you've seen me coaching often, uh, she's been with me almost seven years now. Wow. And she is, uh, yeah, she's 63. She moves fantastic. She's strong. She's dedicated. Um, now, she's all banged up, and I think it was in a car wreck. She's got spinal and neck problems, and Ooh, she really? can do this. Yeah, and she, you know, she trains three days a week, just like she's hardly ever missed a class in all the years I've been training her. All right, well, Nick, I don't know if you're comfortable with talking about her and her her spinal problems, but can you can you just give us an idea of what her problems are? Because the, I'll tell you why I'm asking. A lot of people are walking around injured. You know, med medicine has done its best. You know, they're not going for any more operations. They're not, they're tired of going to the chiropractor. They go for walks. They do very, very deliberately easy stuff yeah. because, because they're always worried about their neck or their lower back. And I'm just trying to flesh this out a little bit. You know, what well, kind of injuries does she have? Because she's using a mace. She's using clubs. Is this, um, you know, is this encouraging enough to get other people to try it, even if they have injuries? I, I would say so. You know, her. I'm trying to remember if she was hurt in a car wreck or how that actually happened to her. But her her main thing is that she can't do um, spinal loading yeah. of any significant weight. Okay, now she, you know she used to be in my at, in my cave strong class and do mace fit both until the cave closed. Okay, and we modified a lot of exercises for her uh, because of that. You know, for uh, like back squat for out of the out of the question, but well, we could do belt squat, you know, yeah. Yeah. and we'd, we'd, we'd modify, you know, and overhead, instead of doing a overhead press, we could do the Aaron's press that comes out at, at angles instead. Okay. That type of thing there. But she, um, she's definitely not a wimp and, and she's not yeah. foolish. She doesn't do dumb stuff. So, you know, she knows whatever limitation she has and communicates well with me. So we, we just, tweak whatever we have to to make it work for her and uh it's worked really well for her so yeah that's interesting now you you're saying that that a that ahern's press is better for somebody who doesn't want to overload their spine too much and not directly because yeah yeah go ahead so so what what's going on with that particular movement well and that if you, when you press, I originally learned this with uh, dumbbells. So it's when the, uh, probably can't see it on the camera, but when you're pressing, the hands are coming out about 45 degrees from vertical. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're shaped not, like not a, a direct. Yeah. Not so you're shaped. Wide. It's like you're making a Y, like you're doing the YMCA dance and you're making yourself into a giant Y. Let's let's go with a V for victory instead of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, man. Okay. Touché. I know. I used yeah. to I used to work for the Y, man. Forget it, man. Uh, <laughs> right. I look, yeah. man, I'm not a comedian, Frank, but I try to make jokes. I know I'm corny. I know. But anyway, so yes, so you're making a V with your instead of straight overhead. Like yeah. you would with a barbell, you're going out on a 45 degree angle, 
and you're ending up in a V pattern and then you retract, come back down. So that movement is the Ahern's press, A H E R N. Almost, yeah. It's uh, A H R E N S. That's good. Look up uh, Google um, Chuck Ahrens. And this guy was just a, a monster of a man. And uh, of course, back, a lot of the guys, the really strong guys back then, using very, very long dumbbells. I mean, they're loaded to like crazy, crazy weight, you know? Yeah. And uh, the, the the rumor has it that his shoulders were so big and he had so much weight on the dumbbells that he, there was not room to press it straight up overhead. So he pressed out here. So that's, that's the legend. But if you pull up a picture of the guy, you see, well, like, that could well be true. So he, 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 his shoulders were so big, if he pressed straight overhead, he would pop his head like a grape. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's maybe not quite that extreme but he's a big boy and it's, uh, look look him up and uh, so we we adapted that um to clubs to the yeah. steel clubs yeah and, uh, so that's really it, cool it, i mean because even in the bodybuilding world you don't see really many people doing that that just never stuck around everybody's just doing it uh, you know pressing right overhead and you know simple fact yeah it's whatever. Very, very challenging you know when when I when I used to do it when I first learned it with dumbbells, I mean I would I would like to, um, take not mega heavy but like thirty pound dumbbells and press them. When you press them out forty five degrees with like 30, 35 pounds in each hand, it's a whole lot different than pressing overhead. You know, yeah, it's just uh, so I really like that and adapted it to a steel club exercise, and we still use the same name, Aaron's Press, and um, okay, so yeah, and that, I, that's good. In fact, it's uh, it's one we do often. Yeah, you know, it's, a, it's a, one of our mainstays there. So, well, you know, people can also get your workouts emailed to them, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I I don't know what number you're on. You have like a million different uh, Macefit workouts, and they come regularly. And it's like, oh, there's another one. And that press, the Aaron's press is in there. And I remember it got to be two and a half years ago. Um, I was like, what is this? You know, and, and I did it. I did it. And I didn't um, I didn't pay attention to what I was doing. But you just you just pointed it out. I just want to backtrack. When you press straight overhead and you lock out, you're not really holding much weight anymore. It's all being put onto your joints and when you're pushing out at a 45 degree angle it's not the same and you have to lower right. the weight if the weight is too heavy you're not going to even effectively do it and then right. when i started messing around with that exercise i said there's got to be something here i'm missing because the weight was light i was using i was using adx clubs and i was pressing it out but then i started to realize okay i'm not I'm not doing I'm I gotta coach myself. I gotta talk to myself like I'm a coach. I'm acting just like a, a numb nuts here. You you yes. first of all, it's all starts with your foot stance, right? You you put right. energy into the ground, you spread the floor, you squeeze your glutes, you tighten your core, and when you push it up, you also squeeze your back muscles. And when you start doing that, and then there's that 45-degree angle, the weight is always pulling down because you're right. not stacked. You're not stacked. It's it's out. So now you're engaging that shoulder. You, even if you hold it for a second, your shoulders start to really 
burn, but you're also getting the press as you would with a normal press. So it really is a cool exercise. And uh, I did, I did coach somebody not that long ago where we were using dumbbells. We didn't have any clubs and, and, we had 10 pound dumbbells and it was a guy, right? It was at his house. He's a little stronger than that. He didn't have much. And I had him use 10 pound dumbbells and do that press because I knew you would get more bang for your buck with that move, with that lighter weight. So there you go. Great. Well, I'm glad you're uh, seeing the effectiveness in that. I think uh, a lot of people could benefit from it. And uh, so it just, uh, it's just a great exercise, great alternative to pressing overhead. It's a, yeah. and, it's, and it's a safe exercise. You know, you want to get you don't want to get stupid and try to overload that thing because it, it's not going to happen. Not not in a good way. You know, so it's like right. But it's very similar to hand position to um, snatch of a barbell. Yes, right. You watch your, You know, when they get when they lock that barbell out, the hands yep. are here. Aaron's press is basically the same position. So, yeah. And they can I, hold a lot of weight that way. So, but of course, now it's a bar. So it's, you know, everything's connected, but right. You got a so. closed chain and you're putting tension into the bar or you're crushing the bar and therefore it's, it's staying put. Whereas with dumbbells or clubs, it's not a closed chain. It's open, and you have to really pay attention to your your physical form. Like I said, locking out your back, engaging the shoulders properly, um, you know, tightening the core and everything. And and you can make it a good exercise if you're honest about it. Let's just put it that way. And I think that's the way it is yeah. a lot with most mace training. If you want to just flick stuff around, you could do that, but it's not honest. You want to put everything you got, you got to be a disciplined person. And I think that that's good. I think that's what you want. You know, you want to train with something light, but effective before you start adding all kinds of crazy weight <laughs> and yeah, then you absolutely. hurt yourself, you know, and especially, especially like, you know, young guys who keep adding weight, adding weight, adding weight until their shoulders are destroyed or something like that. It's a whole right. other. But, you know, uh, Rick Brown, big proponent of that. I'm trained with the lightweights, and that's um, where, and you know, my the time I spent with him, learning from him, that's like, de definitely carried over, you know, and um, but you know, it's funny though, um, jumping back to the martial arts scenario there, um, back when you're in, in traditional martial arts, like I came up in my first ten years of, of traditional martial arts training, and it's, you know, you're practicing. A simple punch, a simple kick, hundreds, thousands of repetitions, you know, and uh, and consequently you get very good at it. Okay, but it's not necessarily a whole a whole uh, buffet of all the different moves that you're kind of not so good at. You, you get a few things you're great at. Bruce Lee talked about that, and uh, you know, to fact, this going back to this uh, um, Chinese master. In fact, one of the things he asked me about basically, he said, "Is that a martial art?" It's like, oh, really? That's a legit question, you know. And it was, you know, at first I said, no, but it's very helpful for martial artists. When I thought about it later on, I said, no, that that's my martial art now, you know. It's um, yes, because right. I, I spent, you know, close to you know about ten years in traditional uh, martial art, karate, Okinawan style, actually from China by way to Okinawa, and then another. 
five years or so with a hybrid when uh, this is pre-UFC. Okay, we're going back 50 years. So we started incorporating boxing into our traditional martial art. And we set up a full contact fighting, uh, sparring and uh, matches and all that kind of stuff. And uh, that, that was pretty wild. You know, no, <laughs> there were no rounds yet, no weight categories, no. It was um, some some pain, painfully effective learning. But uh, as far as martial arts go, the simple... And then, of course, after that, I trained, you know, off and on pretty much a lot by myself for another four or five years. So composite probably 20 years with martial arts. And uh, so now I think about that, how I trained there. And that's like when we do like a isometric horse dance, you know, that's directly out of that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so that's, and some of the uh, isotonic exercises, the slow moving ones I call the Russian exercises, I adapted them from uh, the time I spent with the, uh, the Russian martial arts instructor with, well, that was only for a few months, but it impacted me greatly on how they trained and what they did. A lot of uh, just, they don't, they don't train for sport. They, they train, train for life. For, yeah, yeah. And so those um, isotonic exercises is really a hallmark, I would say, of Mace Fit. When I compare all the different types of training that you could do with a Mason club, and if I'm explaining something to a client or whatever – um, and we do isotonic or, or even isometrics. I, I mean, I mean, I know that stuff has been done in other places, but when you really look around, nobody's really doing, there's no, it's not glitzy, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to shoot a video of somebody doing isometric, you know, it's just a guy, right. So nobody uses it yeah. or whatever, but, um, you got to explain to people like, look, this, what we're doing here is valuable. And, you know, we were just talking about working out with injuries I think isotonic and isometric is a perfect way to get somebody's confidence up because they get to put the weight where they feel comfortable, work it around their injury. So um, just for example, just just as a, a, yeah, you're holding the arm out straight just to hold tension, right? Well, maybe uh, they can't hold it perfectly out straight. Maybe they could do it. At, you know, at a 45 degree angle instead, and then they can start working it down increment by increment, or they got to hold it a little low and work their way up. But that's a great way for them to, to, you know, without making them feel uncomfortable that you're going to put them through a range of motion that's going to affect whatever it is that they're worried about. You say to them, look, right. just take it, do it and put it in a spot where, you know, you're not, not going to be worried about it and just have, have them hold it. Have yeah, them hold it. Yeah. And then you're there as a coach. You can even put your hand under there when they start shaking a lot and just give them a little touch and say, listen, hang in there for another 10 seconds. And they're going to get strong. It's proven. Isometrics, isotonics, you do develop strength. So that's yeah, a great – right? I, I think that's a good way to um, to use that stuff. Yeah, that's it, it's great for that. And, um also, it's great. A lot of people don't think about strengthening their connective tissue, their tendons and stuff, but it's very good for that. And if you uh, Google the health benefits of isotonic exercise sometimes and you see a major cardiovascular benefit. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Punch it in there sometimes and take a look. It's uh, pretty incredible, you know.
That's going to be on the next podcast, Frank. <laughs> I'm going to talk about that. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to re reference this episode. I'm going to mention this part, and then I'm going to talk about. I'm going to look it up, like you said. I'm going to take your advice. Um, anybody listening, Frank knows what he's talking about. If you if you purchase his um, coaching program, where you learn to be a, a level one coach, he covers all this stuff. Where where he gets his information from, um, you're not just making this up as you go along. You're you're a very well learned person that have spent years, decades practicing this stuff. So your knowledge is sound, and that's what I loved when I got into the, to your um, to that program, and I was becoming a level one coach. It's like this is this is good stuff. It's it's kind of it's like old school. And I like that. And you're not trying to you're not trying to reinvent the wheel or nothing like that. But I mean, you're yeah. one of the few people that's in the Mace community that's really tapping into that stuff. It's it's unbelievable. Good, old school still works, man. Oh yeah, definitely mm -hmm. old school all the time. It's tried and true. It's what's it's what people are using all the time that that are really getting results. So Frank, anything else about the book? that people need to know about or anything about your website or do you have any uh, planning, any events coming up or do you just want to tell people best way to get in touch with you? And um, I'll hold up your book again for those that are watching on video. This is what it looks like. And if you're listening on audio, it's called the official Mace Fit training manual and uh, check the show notes and you'll see uh, you'll see a link there if you want to click on it and make a purchase. Frank, I'll give the floor to you uh, before we hang it up. No, I think we covered everything very well, you know, just, and I appreciate you letting me uh, uh, be on here again today to uh, hang out with you for a bit. It's always good. Just a lot of exciting things going on. The only event I have coming up uh, in the near future, a fitness food chain, uh, with a local store, uh, we've connected to do a workshop for them, and we'll have more details on that hopefully later today. Uh, when okay. I was up at the uh, Tampa Bay Strongman Classic last Saturday, they had a booth very close to mine, and we interacted and talked, and uh, so that turned out good. And by the way, had one of the uh, there was a very notable strongman and powerlifting gym represented there also, and one of their coaches. Uh, ended up getting a manual for me, and we started talking. He came over, grabbed a hold of some of the addicts' equipment, and, and uh, he was actually familiar with some mace work already, which was good. Thank you. Shout out to Chris Duffin and uh, you know oh. what, what he what he came out with. You know the shoulder rock. Yeah, uh, that's opened up a lot of eyes. So anyway, this guy's a strongman coach at a very well respected um, gym down here, and uh, he got the mace he wants to the mace fit manual he wants to order some adx equipment and get rolling so that's uh i, I love working with the strong men community because they they get it you know yes they get it and my and the martial artists get it and a lot of other people are not in either one of those communities still get it they're just kind of you know they're they might be uh a desk jockey somewhere or, or uh you know a working mom or whatever but anybody can do this um it's just a matter of um just applying themselves, you know, and I want to thank you again for you put out a lot of tremendous information on your podcast and uh, appreciate it. It's always uh, good to have, 
have you there as a friend and a fellow Mace Fit coach. So keep up the good work, buddy. I appreciate that, Frank. Thank you. And uh, likewise, you know, it's good to have you as a friend. Um, you know, I had fun down in Sarasota uh, last year. Uh, Hank, well, it wasn't even last year, but uh, <laughs> yeah. we had a good time down there. Um, uh, I, I always picture myself uh, retiring from the fire department and then heading down that way and, you know, hooking up with you and Don and just swinging maces until the sun goes down. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll like hang a plan, on. Buddy. It's a plan. It's not a dream. It's a plan. And we're gonna. <laughs> I just got to get my family on board. But hey, it's Florida. Who who's gonna have a problem with that? So Frank, yeah. I, thank you. Yeah, that 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 good talk today. You're always welcome on the podcast. I appreciate everybody in the audience listening, taking part in this. Uh, you know, as as you can see, we did a little deep dive on specific exercises. I mean, we're getting into nitty gritty here about steel mace and steel club training. And that's what we do here on this podcast. So it is definitely uh, good information for all of you to take and use just like that. All you got to do is just share and like, and tell people about the podcast and, um, and, and, you know, just let everyone know what's going on with it and keep them in the loop. And again, if anybody's interested in a Macefit manual, check out the show notes below. Go to macefit.com. Uh, send a message to Frank. Uh, if you're interested in coaching, anything like that, look them up and uh, take part in this. Get involved. It's fun. It's exciting. And it's always a learning experience. So, Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Frank. We'll see you at the next one. Good. All right, my friend. All right, Thank my friend. See you.